Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Everything in Me. It is your host, Sam. Super, super happy to be recording another episode, especially so quickly after the last one. Um, in this episode, I kind of want to go over just like an overall end of the year as I kind of do some time or take some time to reflect on my accomplishments, the lessons that I've had throughout the year. I think it's very important um, as a new year begins that you do kind of some, just some research on yourself and just reflect and understand from a broader um, perspective, a retrospective of, you know, the things that you have overcome. I think right now more than ever being in a very like, I wouldn't say unstable, but a very uncertain state when it comes to the world and where we're at and how things are going. I think it's important to find some positivity and find some light when it comes to uplifting ourselves to get through this this type of uncertainty. Um, I definitely have to say, I did the, um, I think I mentioned this in one of my very first episodes, I did the vision board. And I was a little late in doing it, um, late meaning like towards the end of the year, but I'm not, sorry, not end of the year, end of the month of January, but I'm really glad I did it. I actually decided I put it up in a place that's very visible to me. I see it every single day. And it has been very inspiring to kind of just reroute me every time that I found myself kind of just neglecting myself or falling off track. I mean, there's insp- inspirational words, there's quotes, there's pictures, um, And there's some things that kind of almost mentally I started to check off. One of the things that I had done, I've been doing for a while, a couple of forever now, if you will, um, is just kind of putting like major goals on a list and keeping them again in a visible place. I mean, something as like roll my hair, get a new phone, um, buy a house, things like that in a visible place allows me to kind of subconsciously always have it in retrospect of like, you know, what I should be working towards, what my purpose is, what I'm driven by, things like that. So, you know, on there, I saw things, you know, like get healthy. What's your Saturday going to be? Like there's different things, money habits and, you know, acai bowls. I discovered them last year. So this year I was really excited to be able to enjoy them more often. Just the simplest, simplest things. Um, I definitely want to do another one for 2021 and I want to try to hopefully be a little bit more specific as far as what I want and who I want to be now that, you know, some things have shifted and changed now that school is over and I've graduated. Um, I definitely have a different outlook and obviously my, um, availability has changed when it comes to, um, dedicating time and energy to certain things. That which includes, you know, school and stuff like that. Now that I have a lot more free time, paying back loans next year, hopefully I won't have to, but you know, more than likely I will. Um, you know, doing this podcast and this new shift of everything in me.com and all of that, what that has to offer, you know, I there's so many things that I've just learned throughout this year, accomplished. You know, off the top of my head, I can think of just graduating high school, high school my, with my master's. Um, moving into a new space, a new home that I'm very proud of, furnishing it in a, in a, in a way that makes me happy, that I enjoy, um, looking at myself from a different lens, um, stepping into my power, stepping into my passion, 
more deeply um, being trying to be the best version of myself, regardless of the circumstances, stepping up to the challenges that I faced throughout this year when it comes to adjusting to COVID and the restrictions and the remote work and uh, managing a team, you know, um, dedicating me time, you know, in a, in a way that is defining, you know, having the medication, sacrificing, you know, funds to be able to enjoy time with myself on a level I haven't done in years, in years. I've never took a medication, much less um, spent as much time like that by myself doing things that only I want to do. Um, Especially when you're in a relationship, I think that's a big part of it all, of just not being able to grasp the time or um, prioritize the time to be able to do such a thing. Um, I think also just maintaining relationships with people that I love and care about, despite the distance and despite the uncertainty, um, staying true to who I am, even though I've been tested over and over again, I have been, um, (laughs) basically asked to come out of my skin, if you will, or come out of my element for others and their behavior, setting up boundaries, setting up very clean, clear boundaries, both verbally, but um, also in a manner that's not, um, that's not like, I don't have to say it. I'm taking the actions necessary to enforce those boundaries. That's another huge thing that I'm very, very proud of. Um, Being able to be honest with myself about my flaws and my learning curve that I need to take. And the fact that, you know, I'm very proud of myself. I'm very proud of where I've come from what I've been able to do. Um, just, there's so much, there's so much that I'm just very grateful for. I'm, I'm just having so much, you know, realization of like the value of time and what it is to apply yourself and all of those little, little things, which are huge things overall. Um, I'm very proud of myself to, to really see myself grow and just be in a better place. And I mean that in very tangible ways, not just like, in theory, you know, today I'm having a great day. I just think the fact that I've been able to deal with so much, um, and I'm, I know you're y'all like, okay, girl, what what is going on? But when you're juggling, you know, a relationship, parenting, it can get really tricky. It can get really tricky to find uh, um, a crack for you to grow, a crack for you to to get some sunlight, and you know. I noticed that once I feel better about myself, I'm able to handle the things that are mundane or the things that I'm just dreading a lot more uplifted and a lot more joyful. Um, Reconnecting with an old friend and making the effort to maintain a relationship um, is important to me too. And there's so many just little things that, you know, supporting my friends, just being there for them feel really good about that. I did have some lessons. Oh man, did I have some lessons? You know, this year has taught me that burnout is more than real. I talked about that in another episode, but essentially my relationship with burnout started, I think it's been there for a while, but I think it rose to the occasion, um, the middle of last year. And I recognized, I didn't know what burnout was. 
you know, I had no idea. I just felt like overworked. I felt like I wasn't passionate anymore and I should be. I felt like I was out of place. I felt that, you know, I was kind of chasing something that was never going to be finished, never was going to be done, but I was still, you know, attacking it very vigorously and not seeing the progress I wanted to. I felt like I didn't have the breathing room, the space to regroup, to replenish, to really get myself in order. And, um, I found that to be very unfair, unkind, and I needed to take some steps to adjust some things and create some boundaries really more than anything else to, to let people know where I stood in, you know, the different things that I was involved with. I felt like I was too giving of my time. I was too, um, too much there for other people, but not enough for myself. I felt that I was really shying away from the things that made me whole, made me happy. And I was more invested in other people's happiness and making sure they were happy and okay. And I didn't necessarily have the experience of, oh, you know, you can try and be there for someone else's happiness, you know, over and over again, but they'll never really be happy. It was more of like, um, I, cre- I created dependency, you know, of, of those relationships. So I had to dial back. I had to just rethink some things. So what I started to do was I started to just, you know, acknowledge to the, the, my circle, like, Hey, listen, I'm burned out. I need to take a step back. I need to, you know, enjoy my time. I need to be better about my time. Just acknowledge the fact that I was in this state. I was in the state of mind. I was in this place where I was like, yeah, this, this ain't it. You know, I started to educate myself on what burnout was. What does it affect? Um, how does it feel? So I could understand more or less what were my triggers? What were the things that were kind of making burnout feel so close to home? And this year I did, you know, do some more of that process. And I was actually very grateful for COVID. I mean, it was a great opportunity for me to kind of sit back a little bit. Um, but I realized in my nature, it's very hard for me to do that. It's very hard for me to just stand back and act like there's nothing to do, nowhere to be, nothing to worry about. Um, I definitely moved right before the pandemic hit. And so, um, I think like the week after the move or so, um, is when the pandemic hit. So after that, like furnishing, doing certain things was like nearly impossible because everything was shut down and it affected my, my happiness. And I didn't understand why, because obviously being in a new place is such a blessing and, you know, I love the energy. I do feel like this is home, but I struggled at the same time because I felt like, you know, um, it wasn't mine yet. It was a place that I moved in. My, my belongings were there, but it wasn't mine. And I had to, I was doing some, I was on Twitter and I was just looking at stuff and somebody had said like, you know, there had been these, these quotes of like, you know, go and get your nails done or furnish the home the, that you, the way that you want to buy that new plant, you know, do the things that you want to do because it's going to make you happy. Don't hold yourself back because of the fact that, you know, you're self second guessing it or you're overthinking it. Just do it. Like, just do it. Like, it's okay. Like giving yourself permission to be happy, giving yourself permission to do little tweakings and, it made such a world of a difference. I have to tell you, as I just kind of sit in my home now and look around, um, I'm very happy of where things are and what things have evolved to be. Um, very proud of being here. Very proud of 
the opportunities that I've been able to um, experience in this home. And I love the, the energy, like I said, that exists here. And um, I realize more the importance of being home and what that means. I mean, I talked about this in my last episode of just being, you know, frustrated because this is my world, but it was such a different vibe when I didn't have the home set up in a manner that fulfilled me in a way that I could be happy with or um, excited by or welcomed by. And I had to rethink, you know, what was I doing? What was like, why did I um, hold back, you know, for so long? Or why did I second guess it? Or why did I not see it as a priority? You know, when I had the means to, to accomplish this well before, but I just was hesitant, hesitant about furnishing, hesitant about adding touches that, you know, spoke to me or allowed it to feel more cozy, allowed it to feel more welcoming. You know, I, that's definitely something about myself that woke up the, um, the, the self-worth and how I have a tendency to put myself last, um, you know, even though in these episodes I talk a lot about, you know, um, just being a better version, it's because I too <laughs> struggle with not being my the, the best version of myself and I'm evolving as we speak on how to be a better version and how to live that life and how to walk that walk and talk that talk. It's not easy and I'm very well aware of that. Um you know, but it's the little things that we do that make such a world of a difference. And let me tell you, just the simplest things is like putting my home together in a way that makes me smile, is functional, you know, has the necessities that I need. I'm not very excessive. I'm not a very excessive person. I'm not a fancy schmancy person, but I mean, just things that simplify, but also, you know, scream home and scream, you know, comfort and, and, things like that, that makes such a world of a difference and also functionality. So being able to work from home, being able to homeschool from home, um, being able to, to entertain things like that. Those are things that I love to do that I enjoy. And, you know, for a while I kind of was avoiding it. I was really, you know, I don't know, second guessing it all, but I'm glad that I'd definitely learned that lesson of, you know, not letting that go. Um, Another lesson I kind of touched upon earlier was, you know, just giving my time to the people, not even my time. Okay. More better said, I was signing up for things that would take a lot of time or take my time and saying yes to things that I should have said no to, that I should have not felt guilty about what that person or what would have happened had I had said no. Um, I found, I find that I overcommit. I um, obviously overthink, but I overly put myself in a predicament that I don't, I don't need to be in. I, there's no, I don't have to be in, but I, I'm such a helper. I'm such a doer. I'm such a um, go-getter. I'm such a supportive you know, person that I'm always trying to find a way to add value or to um, interject into someone's life in a way that is similar to a life coach. I mean, in a sense, and that's really, it's a, it's a lesson and a blessing in the sense that, 
it showed me that if I'm willing to take on responsibilities of others to ensure that they're carried through accordingly, I could definitely, you know, merge myself into a role that I kind of have almost always been interested in and been my calling from day one and get paid for it and get appreciated for it, for it and acknowledged for it and all of those things. And so as I kind of took a step back, I recognized that, you know what, this is, there's a reason for this. I need to um, understand that my effort to, in my own way, make the world a better place is not a negative, but the way that I'm carrying out this, um, this, this thought or this passion is not in a healthy way. Um, I really, really, really would hate if I severed relationships because I overcommitted and didn't feel appreciated and didn't feel like, you know, um, you know, I was acknowledged for doing such a thing. I mean, there's there's a difference between helping someone and, you know, supporting them versus enabling them or completely not allowing them to be able to um, enhance their lives on their own. And I struggle with this just in general because of the simple fact that there's so many people who have literally carried me to the next step that's allowed me to just take off running I, I would love to be able to do that for someone else, but I think <clears throat> as I kind of understood and reframed my purpose in general, I recognized that, you know what, I wanted to be on that next step. I cried. I tried my very best before I either gave in or someone noticed and someone decided to lift me up to get me to the next um to the next, um, phase of my life. And it was different. The circumstances were different, you know? Um, but I definitely learned a lot about myself and a lot about what I'm capable of doing. And also a lot of the fact that I would much rather, and I talked about this already in my last episode of, I would much rather help somebody else than myself. And that's sad. That's sad mainly because I am the one holding myself back from all the blessings, all the great things that I know that God has mapped out for me. And I'm a big person. I'm a person who believes in time and timing and what that means and what that does and how important that is. And as I basically waste more time to do the things that others, um, that others value or others think, you know, is important and not doing the things for myself, I, I self-sabotage. I throw myself under the bus. I put myself in a circumstance that I don't want to be in in the first place. So it's, it's such a conundrum because it just stems to something greater, obviously, and something bigger of just like, just lost, the lostness of it all, if you will, of not having the the wording or the, um, I don't know, the speak up. I don't know if you will, to do the things that I need to do for myself and say, you know, and, and make them a priority and make them carve time out. And let me tell you, that's been a big lesson in so many different ways. It's not just only like, you know, career wise, but personal when it comes to going to exercise. I mean, I had to force myself to say, no, if others can do it, I can do it. And now it's hard to explain. What I mean by that is 
when you see others make the time for things that you know they shouldn't be doing or things that you you think like oh that's not even important but they still make the time for it and you're sitting there being available so that way they can make the time for it but you don't make time for yourself um you show others that you don't value those things as much as you used to and you show yourself you show yourself that you don't value those things as much and so i really had to take a step back and say you know what no excuses i got to work around what i'm given with given, you know, and, and do my very best, but I'll be damned if I'm going to sell myself short. I'll be damned if I'm going to sell myself short. It's very hard. There's a lot of guilt involved. And I think that's something that I definitely want to touch upon in an episode, hopefully with my sister. I'm trying to convince her to come on with me because we have really great conversations, but, um, guilt is a big part of why I know a lot of people hesitate when it comes to doing things for others or receiving gifts or experiences from others because you feel guilty that you don't deserve it or you feel guilty that um, you're taking away from them to do for you. Um, There's so many reasons. I mean, I literally felt it and said, like, are you feeling guilty right now about doing what you've been needed to do? And knowing that everything that you um, are responsible for is taken care of, it's fine. It's just not you who's actually physically there, but it doesn't matter. It, it, you know, let the the cards fall where they fall. You can't be superwoman. You can't be that person who is completely there all the time, because even though you may be physically there mentally, you're like, I really wish I was X, Y, Z. I was here, there and wherever. Um, so, you know, there's so many different things that I think that people aren't aware of when it comes to signing yourself up for something that, you know, is concerning yourself. And through these lessons, there's so many um, variations in which these different initiatives have just struck me in ways that sometimes I don't even understand, you know, hasn't necessarily been clear to me as to why I'm hesitant or as to why I'm inactive when it comes to working out. You know, I didn't recognize how just culturally, you know, health wasn't necessarily, I wouldn't say a priority, but it just wasn't, um, something that I completely recognized to be valuable. More specifically saying, you know, there's some families or there's people who, or their normal is to, after we eat, we go out for a walk, we ride our bikes. Like that's normal. Like that's the things that we like to do. That's the things that we just have learned and we enjoy and we have access to. Um, growing up, I did, a, I was outside every single day, like for some reason or the other, as I started to get through middle school, it's when I started to kind of hibernate a little bit more and be less outside. I mean, Miami is a very hot place. Um, but I just recall always being out riding bikes, you know, walking X, Y, and Z. It was like, that was just normal. Like that's what we did. Like when we got up, I mean, obviously technology was not that big of a factor. It was definitely, we did have a PlayStation, but you know, or a Nintendo and stuff like that, but it wasn't, we weren't consumed by it. Um, obviously where I live and my environment has something to do with it too. There are quote unquote barriers that, um, exist, you know, being in an apartment and, um, not being able to have access to a park space, unless I drive, it does create some sort of obstacles that I have to overcome. But 
with all of that being said, anyone or you know who wants to do something will find a way. It will become their new normal, you know. And this is something I think that is a mindset situation where you really have to look at the other side. And that's something that I've been really working towards understanding more and juggling more um, because there's a lot to juggle. There's a lot of things that are just going on simultaneously when it comes to maintaining a relationship and parenting and finding yourself and doing a career and, you know, handling goals and maintaining other, you know, friendships and things like that. There's so much to be said when it comes to just, just, just everything in general (laughs) that's going on. Um, but I'm not, I'm not discouraged at all. I think it's just about being creative and finding my own quote unquote niche or finding my own quote unquote, um, my own way of doing things that either makes sense or works for me. And so I'm really good at innovating and just, you know, reconfiguring things to make it work. And so that's my process right now of just redesigning my health and, you know, my access to outdoors and just being more myself and not feeling like I have to conform or I have to make sense to others. Because that's another thing too. When you decide to make a life change, when you decide to, you had a lesson. So let's, let's break it down. You go through life, you get a life lesson that's been, you know, hand delivered to you. It is something that has been given to you because God is saying, this is something I need you to pay attention to. This is something I need you to understand. This is something that I need you to recognize. This is something that I need you to, um, to, to just, aha, this is your learning cusp. This is your learning curve that you need to pay attention to. So you have that experience. Obviously it's catered to you. So others don't understand. Others are not privy to your background, your, your past to recognize the profoundness this has on you. So then you say, okay, I'm learning this lesson. I'm understanding this lesson. Now I want to make a change. Now I want to be able to no longer, you know, allow my life or allow my circumstances to define me by this, this, this situation or, um, allow me to have to go through something like this again. So you are deciding to make a change. Some, sometimes a major change, change something, something, maybe it may be something minor. So when you do that, there's like a ripple effect because obviously say for instance, a wave has hit you and now you're like, I need to create a whole new wave or I need to, um, just, just adjust my, my course a little bit differently because this, something's got to get, this is not going to be how I'm going to operate. Now, the circle that you have, depending on what their roles are in your life or, you know, how you have allocated them, um, they may feel as if you are veering away from them. You're no longer, um, concerning your life with them. You're no longer, you know, just, um, you're no longer a value to them. You're, you're, you're falling away from them. You know, they're feeling like, okay, maybe this may be the end of our friendship or our relationship. And so there's so much that is impacted. Then sometimes you maybe, maybe you feel guilty because you're maybe like, maybe you're like, maybe I'm handling the repercussions of this lesson too harshly. I need to take a step back or I need to look at things differently. I need to just rethink things. Maybe I didn't really learn a lesson in general. You know, you start to feel guilty. You start to question everything. You start to think differently of like, you know what? 
maybe maybe it's not that deep. Maybe I'm making it a big deal. But there's something about the gut. There's something about your heart. There's something about your soul that speaks to you speaks to you in ways that no one else and nothing else in this world will. And as you start to remove yourself or reroute your way of thinking and just the way of doing, that lesson becomes a defining moment. That lesson is becomes your aha moment that has redesigned the course that you've chosen to go down. And that's definitely happened with me um, several times this year. And I'm very proud of them because I know that these are handpicked experiences for me. And I'm not necessarily mad at them um, because I know that I wouldn't have come to the same realization had I had not gone through these circumstances. And so it's it's more of a, a sense of gratefulness and a sense of just complete, um, just a complete like, thank you for giving me, choosing me, you know, to be in this experience that has leveled me up in ways that I wouldn't have been able to do it on my own. There's no book that would have given me that. Like God has really designed something you know, to be a part of my destiny, to allow me to be able to be in this place. And for that, I'm forever grateful for that. I'm completely, completely blessed by not complaining about that at all. Um, but I definitely have to say it's definitely tricky. It's definitely hard when you're in a position where you're very self-sufficient, you're very independent, you're very, um, woke, if you will, to find lessons in sometimes or understand those lessons or make those adjustments that um, are impactful and are defining because you have a tendency to think everything's okay because I'm in charge or I'm in control. And, you know, sometimes you need God to, to, to help you realize that, no, he's in control and left up to him. You're completely taken care of. You're completely, you know, um, loved and just, you're, you're fine. There's no reason for you to fret, no reason for you to worry, no reason for you to even consider, you know, thinking of a future that doesn't include him. Um, and you know, lessons such as like my worth and what does that mean for me comparative to other people's worth and investing in them. Like I said, I really, really enjoy, um, helping people get to their goals. I'm very goal oriented. Um, and goals are very there. There's personal goals, there's career goals, there's relationship goals, there's all sorts of different types of goals. And I really, really am a big believer of if you're not working towards your goals slash enjoying life, what are you doing? What exactly, like what, what, what's, what's the point? What are you doing? Um, it's sometimes it's hard for me to go with the flow. Sometimes it's hard for me to, um, you know, just wake up and say it is what it is. You know, I'm, I can't be, I'm not that passive, um, with things. I like to take action, but I am happy that like little things such as doing things just because being a goal is now ingrained in me. It's now a new way of thinking. It's now a new way of approaching things. It's a new way of considering things. And for that, I'm really grateful for, for that. I'm very proud of because I feel as though that's gotten away from me and I'm not complaining in any way, shape or form that now it's finally bubbled up. It's finally coming to a place where it's very obvious and, um, very attractive to me to be a person who is walking my truth more and more each day, you know, watching, reading that 
Jennifer Lewis book about her life um, and just looking at her interviews and looking at her differently um, drew this big attraction of standing up for who I really am and being who I really am no matter what and knowing myself better than anything else. I think it's hard to be who you are if you don't know who you are. It really is because you can just be a person and not even know if that person is really connected with you or not. Did you, did you make up that person in a, a moment of just being defenseful or protective or, you know, a reaction towards trauma? There's so much to go down, you know, when it comes to that. And so when it comes to recognizing the, the part I play in these lessons, I'm completely aware. Okay. There's no anesthesia here. Okay. We are feeling everything. Um, and so my reactions towards those lessons vary, whether it be me time or it'll be going harder or it means that I'm going to have to stay up later, or it means that I need to, you know, give more time to my body to stay at an age of ripe old age of 31 and stop feeling like 35 or 36. So there's so much to it all that, you know, is considered when you're dealing with your lessons. And as the kind of the end of the year, you know, the year draws to an end, I think um, another big lesson is to keep things in front of me at all times, not only just by the um, vision board, but just the personal um, approaches to things more often to be able to just be more fulfilled, fulfilled. Because, you know, like I said, I'm very goal-oriented. Now that I'm completed my completed my master's, I'm like, okay, what's next? What are you going to do? How are you going to do it? What's, you know, because I want to achieve. I feel like I don't do achievements for anybody else but myself. Let's let's do this. Let's, let's say that. It may seem like, okay, I'm motivated by other things, but there's a curiosity that I have of like, can you really do it? Can you? Like, really? Really? You know, it's a bit of an ego thing too of like, despite my shortcomings, I was able to make that happen. It's just, it's a booster for me to feel more of like, I don't know, like a magician. Like you were able to work your magic to make this happen, to get to that, that point in life. And that right there is fucking amazing. You are fucking amazing. That right there is why I fucks with you. You know, it may be a little hard to talk to yourself like that, but for me, when I do what's considered the impossible, being that I didn't have the resources, I didn't have the access, I didn't have the 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 circle, I didn't have, you know, the people growing up around me, you know, advocating for this. I mean, the biggest thing that I have to say that my family really cared about growing up was always education. That was number one. Knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. Educate yourself, educate yourself, know your stuff, know your stuff, know your stuff. That was always my biggest thing. But self-development and, you know, attaining those goals and celebrating the small accomplishments and all of those things didn't really, really bubble up um, too well. And so I'm finding that, you know, I I struggle with acknowledging those small accomplishments. You know, let me be honest with y'all from, I started um, everythingme.com as of October 1st, 2020. It is now December 12th, 2020. I have had one, a total of one inquiry about working with me one-on-one. 
I want to be very clear with everyone listening. I have never been afraid to acknowledge my um, struggles or the things that I am currently learning through or dealing with. I was actually looking at my videos. Um, I think it was, no, definitely wasn't last year. I think it was like two or three years ago where I was describing or talking about the whole experience of getting into grad school and what that was like and having to do with my master's and the setbacks that I had and the failures that I, you know, um, I had and what that, that process was, was like. And I was looking at myself and I was straight headed, straight headed through the whole process where I could have easily been in shambles or easily been thrown off. I mean, I did have a moment where I had a mental breakdown and that's something that I want to talk about when it comes to um, just health in general. Um, but it's it's a hell of a, a ride to get to these achievements. And I think, as I said in that, you know, it was actually a YouTube video that I was supposed to post where people think that, or just in general, that it's all about wins. Like I've had way more losses or learning lessons, as I like to call them, um, than actual wins. Like, listen, that's the name of the game that builds your character, your value, your worth, your understanding of life, just your overall look and feel of who you are and where you're at. You know, it, that, that's the whole point. That's, that's really where the bread and butter is. That's the ingredients that if you don't get them right, yeah, it's going to flop. Yeah. It's not going to make sense. Yeah. It's going to taste disgusting. But once you get them things right, you know, it produces the product of hard work. It really, really does. And then you can move on to say, okay, let me put my spin on it. Let me own it. Let me, you know, razzle dazzle it if you really want to. There's so much to it. There's so much more to it. And I I think, you know, I've had a lot more lessons, like I said, of just my work ethic, my procrastination, my lack of um, self-care, my lack of, you know, um, understanding when it comes to how I handle my anger or my frustration or communication. I like to pride myself on being a very communicative person, but I recognize there is a gap in my communication, um, you know, of compromise and just understanding how to argue from a good place or to make an argument from a good place and, you know, respect others' opinions and feelings and letting go of that control. There's so much into it that I've had that the list goes on and on and on, but those are the ingredients that will allow me to moving forward, design and create a life that I'm proud of. My life has not gone anywhere close to where I thought it was going to go or where I, I dreamt of it going. Um, but I'm not mad at it because I know that this is what I needed in order to set myself up, put myself in a place where I can win. And it's that mindset and it's that drive that allows me to feel confident about everything in me.com. I'm not worried about the fact that I've only had one, excuse me, one inquiry, not even a client, one inquiry, (laughs) Um, because I know I haven't been hitting it as hard as I should or I can. And if you don't put forth that energy, you're not going to receive that energy. 
So I'm not necessarily worried about it, but it just reminds me that I'm not operating at my full potential. I'm not completely in my light. And I know that's, I know that's fine. I have a learning curve that I'm currently going through and I'm okay with that. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to figure it out. I'm definitely so motivated. I'm definitely going to continue to, you know, stab at that. And this is an effort where I am creating the time to be able to enjoy this, this podcast and enjoy this time with you guys, because it, it truly does fulfill me. It truly does put me in a good place. And I'm working towards reconfiguring my new normal, reconfiguring, you know, just how I want to fit these experiences into my life and put them in a place where I can be even more proud of myself throughout the years. And, you know, I would love to talk with you guys more about your lessons and the things that, you know, you've learned, things that you struggle with and things that you feel good about you know, because of this year and what it's meant to you. And, you know, feel free to rate this, this podcast and let me know what you think and share with your friends. And, um, you know, I look forward to chatting some more about a little bit of everything in my next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really, really do appreciate it. And, um, I'll be posting this very soon.